When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Blue Bay! Come on, man, stop doing that. You know! What you mean, stop doing that? Stop doing that, What man. are you, Jay? Huh? What are you, you what are have you? to worry about what I am. Kashan. Oh, so you, you, you don't want to tell people that you're a kappa. I'm not a kappa, man. Get out of here. But what you say, don't stop? What, what you, you feel doing? more, I feel like you're more like... You wouldn't be a you wouldn't be a sigma man. You wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't be a sigma at all. You He's don't you don't you don't fit sure. the the mode of a sigma. You'd be more you'd be a Q though. Nah, you don't rock with the Qs like that. No, nah, them those are my boys. I ain't got no problem with none second. of them. Wait a Q, Q's, Q's is shedding right now, yo. I wouldn't be a, I wouldn't be a capital for sure. I would never be a capital. They just uh, go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead, say it. Yeah, go ahead, say it. Uh-huh. They, they just were, look they and feel. Want, they, want, they, they look and feel. Shannon, you a Kappa, Dr. right? Cotton. I am a Kappa, yes. You're a Kappa, they yeah, look and feel kinda... what? Hold up. What did Key just say? They look and feel what? As soft as Dr. Cotton. Ah. See, I didn't say it, Shannon. Yeah, I nah, said it. No, nah, he can say it when you all the way in L.A. I peeped that. <laughs> all right, cool. Shannon, <laughs> I got my cane in the, in the trunk. You never know. You never uh, know. Yeah, I remember, Jay. I just remember I just remember being in college and, and yeah. It was, it was, <laughs> the Kappas come around. It was like, come on, man. Why you treating the Kappas around, bad, man? Why you They come around all pretty and stuff. Sound like you was an honorary Q, but I don't, what, what do I know? That's what I, that's what I say. Yeah, T feels more like a Q to me. Come on, everybody know Keyshawn was the lone Iota on campus. We know that. Ooh, see, see, yeah, see, that. Shannon, why are you so sensitive? <laughs> you never that's see two lot. of them in the same place at once. So why it's are always... you so sensitive, Shannon? I ain't even going, I ain't even going to go hard on the, I ain't even going to go hard on the cane. I'm going to leave it alone. <laughs> I'm going to leave it alone. I think. I, I think I'll make some people cry out there if I started really telling the true stories about the Kappas. Max, you ever you been to Step Show? Have I ever been? Have no, I, I, have have I ever been, been to one? Yes. I was Max. Yes, I have. Oh. Yes. And it, by the way, you know what's funny about that? You have, like, shows off Broadway that, that, like, get to be, like, huge hits where it's, like, basically a, not as good as a Step Show, you know? <laughs> no, the Step Show, Step Show, the height, oh, God, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, um... I'm supposed to go. I'm supposed to. I, I got to look at my calendar again, though. But I'm supposed to go to the uh, the deal at the Met um, Met Life that they're having HBCU. Um, I think it's Howard and I feel like it's Howard and and uh, it's not Jackson State. Maybe it's Morehouse. It's no Ho- Howard and Alabama State. I believe is getting ready to play against each other this year at Met Life. Who? Morehouse and okay, it was Morehouse. Yeah, I might wind up checking that out and wearing my gold boots. You know, don't get mad at me, Shannon. I'm, Speaking of gold boots, no, there's no good transition. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> Never mind, uh, guys. We were going to talk about the Bucks and Tom Brady. I think that's probably still a good idea. You think Tom Brady a, a, a new? Sh- Shannon is uh, not going to speak to Key for the rest of the show. I don't think. Shannon, are you angry? Okay. I'm good. It's all love. You know that. But is it, though? 
<laughs> on air it is. <laughs> Shannon, Shannon Homeboy's texting him now. Man, how can you let him? Come on, man. Step up for us. Step up for us. Let him know. So with the losses on the offensive line and key position players returning from injury, how vulnerable are the Bucks? Key, your nephew, who should it's be very back and good. healthy, is, was when last seen healthy for a full season on the field, was probably the best receiver in the NFL. Jameis Winston, who seems to have learned under Sean Payton and Drew Brees and cut down on the interceptions, but don't forget, he did lead the league in passing yards even with all the interceptions. Uh, you look at what they have on def- on both sides of the ball, the Saints, and, and by the way, they were given the Bucks problems already, and now Brady with with guys missing. Just it's not just one dude; it's like three dudes off the offensive line. That starts to become a problem with chemistry and knowing each other and protection, especially up the middle with Jensen out. And Brady, what's his Achilles heel? You can collapse the pocket if he doesn't have a pocket to step into. I saw the Giants beat him twice in the Super Bowl doing that with those defensive tackles. I mean, how vulnerable are the Bucks? Here's Todd Bowles, the Bucks head coach, on Brady taking the majority of practice reps. He's very familiar with the offense, so him coming back in and us getting back to work is kind of normal. Just getting used to the heat and getting used to the guys, but, you know, he ran the offense well. Is this a distraction for the team or no? No, we pretty much keep distractions out of our locker room, so it wasn't a big deal to us because everybody knew what was going on. Anytime you have all your guys back, you feel good, you know, especially after the injury bug has hit lately. So we're happy to have him back. So, Key, how vulnerable are the Bucks? You know, it depends. Vulnerable from what, though, right? Are we talking, are we pegging them as the eventual Super Bowl champions? Well, are we're we pegging them as the boss of the division, right? When, are they the boss of the division? Because well, they went last seen, yeah. Mm, last year, the Saints fell apart. They were five and two, and they obviously beat the Bucks the first time around. Then James got, got hurt. They own the Bucks over the last several years in a regular season. Yeah. So as far as the division go, I wouldn't necessarily say that they're vulnerable. I think that I think New Orleans is a better football team as it's constructed today versus the Bucks. Now playoffs is a different conversation, a different story when they play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the New Orleans Saints, that is. New Orleans get back. They get back Michael Thomas, you mentioned. We hadn't seen Mikey since 2019 healthy. In in 2020, he played a handful of games and was out there and still did what he could on a bum ankle, and then he missed all of 2021. They grabbed Landry in free agency, which is an upgrade at the slot position. They also pick up a speed burner in Chris Olave. Alvin Kamara, depending on what happens and shakes out from his uh, situation that he had in Las Vegas, how many games he missed, if any at all, or whatever the case may be. But Jameis Winston is the key in this situation, and here's why, Jay, is because if he can stay healthy and stay on the field, they've got a solid defense, an offensive coordinator is still in place, a head coach who was there, who's in the building, who understands the culture. They don't miss anything, nothing at all. They brought back Ingram a year ago who understood their offense, he could certainly replace Alvin Kamara in certain situations. I just like where they're at and what they're capable of doing. And you got a couple hungry guys that missed all of last season. Key, I'm with you. I love the DNA of the Saints. I, I, I think having the continuity of their 
their head coach, who was once their defensive coordinator, Coach Allen, I think really helps. I think Jameis Winston spending that time, you know, with Sean Payton and learning and watching Drew Brees, I think his game has crystallized. We'll see how he comes back off injury, like you said. Not, you know, getting injured again. Michael Thomas, your nephew, not being injured. They have all the pieces. But it's, it's funny, like, that's the in-trenches kind of mindset, the breakdown of you seeing the Saints. But as long as the Bucks have Tom Brady, you're always going to believe, almost in the same way you believe in Aaron Rodgers, you know, making people better. Like, you know, and, and just he's the GOAT of where football is right now. And as long as you have him on the field, no, you let just – Let me tell you what – I agree with that, but what it comes down to, the moment that you're talking about, not just the overall kind of – you believe in more? Yeah, like here's, the, here's why I got – when people talk about the best quarterbacks in the game right now or the most clutch, I have to include Stafford, right? The reason is when Tom Brady's on the other team and you start to fall apart because you're getting nervous because here comes the GOAT, right? He always does this. If you can answer back, let me see you do it. Until Like Drew Brees couldn't, couldn't do it. I, I knew Tom Brady was going to make the plays he needed to down the stretch in overtime, right? Let me see you do it, Brees. Brees couldn't do it. Couldn't answer the bell. Brady could. You know, yeah, but Brees, Stafford did. Brees, he was Brees old. Got I get it. cheated a couple times, but, too. But I'm that. talking yeah. about in that game, not, not over the last several years. I mean, when the Saints and the Bucks went head-to-head, at one point I think it was 2020 game, right? It was Brees all tied was up. coming back from barbecue ribs. I don't care what was going on. Cut, like, but you gotta, you got to give context and be fair, though. Max Drew well, Brees was literally coming back from barbecue ribs. I get it. I get it. And, and, and he did get some bad breaks in recent years. I'm not questioning Drew Brees' greatness. I'm saying, let me see you do that to Tom Brady with the chips on the line. Too many dudes fall apart. So I don't know if Jameis can or not. Maybe he can. But until I see him do it, I got to give the nod to Tom Brady because I know he's going to make the plays. No, I understand that Matthew Stafford did it last year and beat the Bucks in the divisional round and went on to face the 49ers in the NFC Championship game and went on to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl. I understand all of that. But there's been quarterbacks in this league that have beaten Tom Brady is all I'm saying. Oh, for sure. They, they, Eli you Manning know. did it twice, but, boy, you have to be clutch to get that done, and we got to see if Jameis can be that dude. So I'm just saying I'm with Jay at this moment. Prove it to me that you're better that you can you beat may Brady not have in the to, clutch. You you may not have to even see the Buccaneers in the playoffs. Yeah, right. It's possible. So sure. you know, sure. you may not see them. Maybe there's somebody else is beating them or something. And they like could just that. win the division and go at their own way. Yeah, they right. might win a division at fourteen and three, and now they got the first round by, and and they don't even have to see the Bucks. The Bucks go on the road and lose to uh, uh, the Rams or lose to yeah. the Cardinals, and you don't even have to see them. Hey, listen, the Saints could wind up with a bye. Who knows? They look good on paper. Gus Cattengill. Host of the Sports Hangover on ESPN NOLA in New Orleans is with us now. Gus, good morning. Good morning, guys. How y'all doing? Who that? There it is. <laughs> I like that. I like that. How, 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 how do you feel about, you know, Dennis Allen saying it's okay with Jameis sitting out all preseason? Well, I mean, I look, he, he wasn't going to maybe sit out all of preseason depending on whether or not he, he sprains his foot. I think the way you look at it is how the locker room and how everybody else feels about what he's done. I don't know if you guys saw the video that, you know, his people put out when he held Camp Winston out in Florida, as I like to call it, where he gave the, the pep talk speech and had most of the receivers from Jarvis Landry to Olave out there and hosted them. You have seen him 
be there from the get-go. And I think it's important to kind of, you know, go back and say, look, at, at OTAs, when he wasn't 100% healthy yet with his knee, he's out there. He did all the OTAs, every drill, all the team drills. He did everything in minicamp. He has done everything and has been a part of the team doing it from, you know, the entire offseason. So I think they're comfortable with that as far as Dennis Allen goes and where this team is being comfortable with him. And I go with what Michael Thomas said last Wednesday at Green Bay where he said no offense to Breeze and Sean, but he believes the DA has the same pedigree and their job is to go out there and prove it. So there's a lot of leadership and a lot of belief in that locker room, fellas, that – Look, it's essentially the team that, as you guys were talking about, has beaten the Bucks four times straight in the regular season, that they believe in that locker room they can win the division. They, they don't think that they're a team that's, quote-unquote, rebuilding. Gus, what are, what are they missing that could be a, a hiccup? I know they lost the left tackle, but they drafted the other kid. <clears throat> but outside of that, what are they missing? So you're on the area. You're on the right spot. The offensive line is probably the question mark, and I say it's a question mark because guys, you don't know how it's going to be until there's live reps in action. I mean, I can see on one-on-one drills, right, whether it's Thomas or Landry Olave going back and forth with the DBs of the Saints. You can see if the quarterback makes the throw or not. I can't tell you how the offensive line is going to be unless they play a game, I'll say this. One of the very first moves Dennis Allen did, and it's something that maybe isn't talked about a lot, he brought in Doug Marone, offensive coordinator when he started here at the Saints, then he turned offensive line coach, head coach, et cetera. It's going to help Pete Carmichael out there, and he's the vocal guy. He's the one key that is uh, yelling expletives to do plays over again at practice while Carmichael's calling the play. Um, Jari Evans, guys, he, he's eligible for the Pro Football Hall of Fame next year. I saw Schefter tweet that over Hall of Fame weekend, he's an intern coach right now at the Saints. So they got Zach Streif, a longtime starter, Marone, and um, Evans working with the offensive line. So Ramchek is solid. McCoy, I think, is good. Ruiz had a rough year last year at right guard. I've called the left guard, you know, the matador in the past, which is probably not a good thing for an offensive lineman. And Trevor Penning's a rookie. He improved from preseason game one to two. Let's see how he continues to improve since James Hurst, who was the guy who was getting the one uh, reps, is injured right now with the foot injury. So that is the question mark. Gus, what are your expectations of, of Winston and what his ceiling could be as opposed to obviously having a guy like Drew Brees there for so long just to right. model consistency, right? You see the upside with Winston coming over from, you know, Bruce Arians and, you know, no risk it, no biscuit, but – you know, that, that time he had there with Sean Payton, what do you see that being? Mm-hmm. I, I legitimately think I, I'm, I'm probably higher in him than most, and, and I'll give you some real quick reasons. One, players, right? Mm-hmm. Um, having good players, stability, third year in the offense. Again, I refer to the Camp Winston thing. Part of that video, you see him holding court. He's showing video and going over the plays. Who's familiar with the offense. Um Michael Thomas has looked incredible, okay? Yes, what does he look? Five times. Thank you. Exactly. What what does he look? One more time, I need you to tell me, Gus. What does he look? He's an above-average receiver is what he said. Yes, I need Gus to tell me what he looks like, Max. That's all. Um, He is much better than an above-average receiver. He's a monster. Slightly above-average is, I think, how you put it, right? No, he looks great. Um, Jarvis Lange is a five-time Pro Bowl receiver, and 
I think Chris Olave, what you saw in that touchdown play with the Packers is just a snippet of what we see at practice. He's smooth and just knows how to find the space. And something else, guys, Keith, you probably know this. Michael Thomas knows oh. Jarvis Landry. I mean, for instance, high school. Yes. He has a relationship with Chris Olave. When you have those three guys that work together, enjoy being around one another. Oh, by the way, they're good. You know what a quarterback has to do? Throw it in the vicinity so you oh. don't have to be oh, nearly Max. as accurate. And yep. wait, by the more, way, hey, hey Gus, this is, this is a point. Before you get to the next one, this is something Key yeah. brought up last week. What could be especially devastating about this team is that Jameis, you know, Drew Brees was literally the most accurate quarterback of all time. But when you have a guy like Michael mm-hmm. Thomas, you don't need that because his catch radius and his hands are so ridiculous. What you need is 100%. a quarterback with a big arm who can just get it in his catch radius. This might be a particularly, like some styles mesh just right, this may be a particularly mm-hmm. devastating combination. Jay, after listening brought, to Gus, we going and putting it all in the, on the chips for the Saints. Let's go. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. When we going to a but game, wait, okay. I, yeah. Dude, I didn't even get to my point here. Yes, go The ahead. guy that no one's talking about, Scored six touchdowns last year. No one's talking about Alvin Kamara. You, you know who? You know who Devin White can't go after every single play for the Buccaneers. Alvin Kamara. And that, Kamara that's the thing about play. matchups. And Michael, I um, mean Malcolm Jenkins, earlier this offseason talked about why the Saints match up against or beat the Bucks as they have, and he specifically said matchups. And he went through every Buccaneer receiver, and he said, "I'll take the matchup." When he went through C.D. Deuce, you know, uh, Marshawn Lattimore. Colson and Debo's going to be a monster this year, guys, I'm telling you. And then you had Honey Badger and things of that nature. But offensively, who are you doubling? Who are you doubling on the offensive side? So Jameis just has to make the read, not fumble the snap. And I think you're going to see plays that can be short, high-percentage throws turn into yaks left and right with this team, and they're going to move the football. I, I would say if I'm doubling anybody, I'm going to double Michael Thomas and then – I'm a double Landry on third down, and I'm gonna force him to throw the ball to Chris Olave and see if he could make any hay. I wanted to ask you: you mentioned the Honey Badger. How has how has the the Honey Badger looked since coming over from Kansas City and g- joining his childhood team, the New Orleans Saints? And what type of leadership has he brought to the table? Yeah, he just comes right in and joins guys like the you know the Mario Davis, Cam Jordan, all those guys that are leaders on that team and. Uh, they're respected. I mean, the last week when they were in Green Bay, that's literally one of the things that Demario Davis touched on was the leadership that the Honey Badger had provided and how he joins the team and, and does that. Look, physically, you can see he just gets it and he understands um, where defenses are and things of that nature and where to go. And I think it, it's, a, it's a welcome addition to this team in a handful of areas. Plus, I've never seen that kind of recruiting in my life from this same fan base and this area community to try to get, you know, a, a player to the team. Gus Cattengill, thank you so much. That's the host of the Sports Wait, Hangover. Wait, I need to hear it one more time. What is Michael ESPN Thomas? NOLA in New Orleans. What is Michael Thomas? Slightly above average receiver, you said? How did you put no, it? I need to hear it from Gus, not you, Matt. Yeah, Gus, I'm asking him. He's a monster, an absolute oh. monster. Oh, okay. Just making sure that – he belongs in somebody's top 10 receiving category. I'm just making sure. Well, he's going to be a good Thanks deal. Thanks a lot, Gus. Thanks, Gus. He's going to be a good deal in fantasy this year, though.
pick up a little. Uh, Look at you setting up the DraftKings. Look at you. Damn right. Damn. By the way, if I draft Michael Thomas and he doesn't give me points, Key will never hear the end of it. <laughs> or maybe you're just the bad luck guy. Well, yeah, listen, we got to play daily I, I fantasy. I literally was about to show. say, Max. Yeah. Don't mush it. Don't, don't do it. Your ass drafting. Yeah. Don't, don't mush it. <laughs> Stay as far away from my nephew as you can. Don't even call his name when no, you watch. No, games. no, no. I'm good. I'm good at Just that. I'm good at the fantasy even, at the at the DraftKings. Because you man. like a bad luck Barry. <laughs> no, no, not <laughs> not more. not in DraftKings. No, no. Yeah. Listen, we have to play DraftKings. He jumps we on have the to train. Daily fantasy as a show. This dude, he like a bad <laughs> juju guy <laughs> here, man. <laughs> hey, hey, no reason to go there. <laughs> All right, listen. Jeez, oh, <laughs> stop it. Hey, Keyshawn canceled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, I'm what? not getting anybody canceled. Uh. According to reports, Key J, Memphis is interested in Kevin Durant. He's a very good, uh, technically a small forward, Jay, in case you're unfamiliar with his work in the NBA. Should the Grizzlies go all in for KD? Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Why does he feel this way? That's the question that no one seems to have a great answer for. Because, again, Kevin Durant was publicly defending Steve Nash in April as the season ended, and now here we are. I think it's Kyrie Irving's fault. This is what happens when, when you and your friend are in school, <laughs> and, yeah, let's be partners, let's do this, and then you find out your friend doesn't like to do the work. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. You can listen to KJM on your smart speaker. Say, play ESPN Radio. You can download the podcast. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Guys, the Memphis Grizzlies, this is not a franchise that generally can acquire a superstar. They have to draft them, right? But, hey, KD's on the trading block, right? They're interested in him. 
They have the assets, it looks like, to make a deal if they're willing to part with them. Obviously, Ja wouldn't be on the table, but according to The Athletic, the Grizzly front office is reluctant to include either Jaron Jackson Jr. or Desmond Bain in any deal. Instead, the club would prefer to build a package around draft capital and younger players. Brooklyn, however, has made bringing back win-now players a top priority. So what should the Grizzlies be willing, what should their threshold be to trade for Kevin Durant, Jay? So four first-round unprotected picks. The fifth first-round pick is protected 2024 with the Golden State Warriors. I think that's a boatload. I'd be willing to give up Jaron Jackson. I would give up Jaron Jackson potentially Plus maybe. the four first-rounders? Yes, for Kevin Durant. Uh, that would probably be the extreme. Um, I probably wouldn't, after thinking through it over the past three and a half, four hours, I probably wouldn't add Dylan Brooks. I wouldn't add Desmond Bain. You could have Brooks. Yeah, but I still like Dylan Brooks from a defensive perspective, even though I think he sometimes can be a little bit volatile key. But if the Nets, which I still don't think the Nets, I can say all this, I still don't think the Nets would take that. I think the Nets are using this as saying, whatever you offer me, it can look incredible. They're probably not going to give up Kevin Durant because he's the best player in the world right now, or even if you have him top three. But I would, I'd be willing to go Jaron Jackson and those five first-round picks. Yeah, if you go – look, that's a different – that's different, right? That's a different conversation than three hours ago. If you're going four to five ones in a player, that's fine. But I'm not giving you Bain and Brooks and Jackson four and five ones. Why would I do that? Would you and rather give up the draft capital or the players? Now, let's take Bain off I'd the rather table for give a up. I'd rather give up – the draft capital in 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 Jackson. I'll That's tell you the a different truth. conversation than earlier, though. I'll tell you the truth. I mean, and Jaron Jackson was a very high pick. Would he go fourth overall? Yeah, he went really high. He he went really yeah. high. I, I mean, Dylan Brooks to me is a league average starter, which is a nice player. But I, I wouldn't. I, I you give me a draft pick. I don't have to pay the guy yet. Nothing. I still have Bain. I still have. And now I have KD with John Morant, well, and K- I got draft picks. Well, if you had KD with Bain, with John Morant, with Dylan Brooks, the only problem I don't want to give up Brooks on the back end of that is I, I start to lose my depth. Yep, you're going to lose I, depth. That's part of it. But but I think realistically, I mean that's that's what's made Memphis who they are. Yeah, the but who they are is not is. quite a champion. Now, Key, you might say, well, leave them alone, and maybe they will win a championship. Well, I am leaving them alone by not giving up Bain and Brooks. I look. I can part with one player, one body, and draft picks. You can't picks. part with two, two bodies for KD? Two, two bodies and yes. five picks, I'm not no, sure. No, maybe not five you, picks. Maybe I'll give you, you three first-rounders plus that's Brooks not enough. and, and Jaron Jackson. But that's not enough. But that's not enough. Three's not enough. Three unprotected first plus Brooks and Darren Jackson? I mean, but think about yeah, it. Yeah, but you're unprotected now. But that unprotected, now. That, and that unprotected doesn't mean anything because if you think in the end <laughs> that – they're going to be good. Why would I take low picks? This is the thing about Ja Morant with KD. I'll just remind everyone. After they, they already not, got rid of be in the lottery. After they already got rid of James Harden in 2016, where the 73 win Warriors were beaten by the greatest LeBron team and him and Kyrie and oh my God, Game Seven it came down to the wire. You could argue that that OKC team was better than both those teams. They barely lost to 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 um, the Warriors. Barely lost him. But the problem was, really, when you break it down, Westbrook just doesn't shoot it well enough. He does so many other things great, especially back then. John Morant is basically like a blossoming Westbrook who can shoot from the outside. You're going to put him with KD? They might mess around and run the table this year. 
Are they better than the Clippers? If you're willing to give up, if you just lose Jaron Jackson and picks, are they better than the Golden State Warriors and the Clippers? They don't have no. they don't have the chemistry yet, but it depends how quick they come together. I don't think that I don't think I don't think that's the case because you can it, you know for what? whatever it's worth. Let's assume that the Clippers are 100 percent healthy. You're going to cancel out KD with either uh, Kawhi or Paul George. Kawhi or Paul George for whatever it's worth. Cancel it out. KD gets 35 and. And Kawhi well, Leonard scores twenty eight. Yeah. It's like that's canceling out. Or 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 uh, Paul George gets twenty six and K and KD gets twenty nine. That's canceling out. So then the X factor for Memphis is who? Ja. Yeah, but I think there's a difference here, which is KD succeeded in championships in Golden State, and now they'd already want to chip. But they had never really proved to me that's the best team in the league, right? Like, they always the Cavs had to be hurt, and then when the Cavs weren't hurt, they lost. When KD – KD's the, the greatest complimentary player of all time. If, he, if you're not trying to build the whole team around him, if you could just airdrop him into a, a ready-made situation, guys, if you're only taking one or two bodies yeah, off the Memphis team but, and you airdrop KD but, in there, they might be better than Golden State. comparison there, Max, because you get <clears throat> Jay, when he's talking about – Golden State never really showed that they was the best team until Culture they got KD. Yeah. But, yeah, but, you, but but look at not like okay, so right? let me ask you this, Jay. And based on what Max said, you take KD off that Golden State team, and you take him off that Memphis team, Golden State, in my opinion, still has the edge over yeah. Memphis yeah, because they sure. have better players. Yes, yeah. yes, they do. I'm but, not but arguing that's, that's, that's right. That's but you the guys point. are looking at it in a vacuum though. Like it, you're gonna have him for four years, four years to build around him and John Morant. Now, how many he got? He got three left or four left? Four. But see, even with that four years, I, 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 I'm I, not missing that, Jay. I also factor in his age and his injury history. But if you're talking about two bodies, Key, look, obviously you would trade him one one for one, Jaron Jackson Jr. Yesterday. Right, of course. <laughs> so if you're just talking about I got to take one more body money. off. Yeah, right. I got to take one more body off and it's not Bane. I, of course, I have to do it. I got to do it. I got no choice. What? You got to say no to that? I mean, look, I, I, I think we're asking the wrong question. I think Memphis will be willing to, just because they say, hey, we're keeping these two guys off the plate, doesn't mean that they're not on the plate, okay? Mm-hmm. On the table. The question is, do the Nets really want that package? Right. Do the Nets really want five first-round draft picks and Jaron Jackson? Does that do it for Sean Marks and Joe Sy? Do you know how good this Opposed Nets Opposed to what, Jay? Opposed to keeping Kate Key. We talk about what this means for Memphis if they're able to pull this deal off. The Nets might have the best roster on paper up there with Boston and Milwaukee in the Eastern Conference, maybe in the whole damn NBA. Here's what's crazy, but though, about it. I don't want to play took, there. If you, you took may have KD, to. The roster's so good, if you took KD off, they have one of the best rosters in the NBA. Don't replace them with anything. Just have Kyrie and Ben Simmons and, and Seth Curry and Joe Harris and all these guys. That, that's an elite roster, actually. That's a cool, okay. that's a okay. cool six C oh, roster. Hold, hold on. Ben that's a Simmons. Cool six people, see, people it's are sleeping elite. on Ben Simmons because you, you remember how he melted down in the playoffs. Ben Simmons. Elite, other, elite would be top four. All right, Yeah, fine. I said they, the I next said they, I said they six. Yeah, they yeah. six, seven. Yeah, man, yeah. Not elite. Out of 30 teams. Yeah, yeah but six, seven. They're six, seven. That's what they are. 
Nose not six seven. KD's six eleven. <laughs> He's seven That's feet. Insane, man, that'd be different. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. I, so I, I think look, you probably wouldn't be able to compare with the Clippers' depth. I get that Golden State, even though they lose GP second, Otto Porter, and Juan Toscano Anderson, they you know they still have Kaminga, Jordan Poole, Moses Moody, yeah, 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 young yeah. players that are willing to step yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. You still have to build out your roster, but I'll take that all day long. I'll take building out my roster with KD and John Murray. The Knicks, by the way, speaking of building out a, ros- a roster, they're reportedly offered they're red- five first-rounders, Fournier and Toppin for Donovan Mitchell. Is that a good idea? Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle tonight la quinta tomorrow you shine book direct at lq.com from your radio to your smart speaker and phone now playing espn radio or watch on espn2 Keyshawn j will and max live weekday morning starting at 6 eastern on espn radio and on espn2 so you like the what was it is documentary jay that you saw the manti Teo? yeah no that's not no. Donovan Mitchell is what we like. Yeah, we're talking. Oh. That's yeah, going to be a doctor. So we're going to do anything with Donovan Mitchell in terms of moving him to the Knicks, Jay. So, okay, here's a, here's the deal that's potentially on the cable, in which uh, on the table, cable. Praise the Lord. Cable. Geez. Cable. <laughs> cable. Cable, news. guys. Cable news. Um, it's five first-round picks, OB Toppin, and who was the, the other player, Max? Uh, Fournier. And, and Fournier. Fournier, yeah. But only two of the first-round picks are unprotected. And that, that seems to be the, the, the makeup that Danny it, Ainge doesn't it, want. It, right? ex- he wants four. Explain wants to th- me protected, unprotected. Well, <laughs> on the basketball front. <laughs> ba- explain to me unprotected picks in basketball versus protected picks in basketball, Jay. Thank you for being a little bit more descriptive, Key. Yes. Um, <laughs> Jay is like, well, Key, it's child support. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> Max! Well, I, you know. I can't. The, the, here's, well, it, if a yeah. team doesn't finish in a certain position, like if they finish, if they don't hit like a bottom of the league, then that pick becomes open, essentially, right. to you and your team. Right. In other words, protected pick doesn't matter how bad you are. In other words, how high the draft pick is. It belongs to them now, unprotected. Mm-hmm. If it's protected, it's like, uh-uh, this is a lottery pick. You can't touch it. Or you it's a top five, it. depending well, how, yeah, how much you protect it. Clarify, yeah. Top five pick, this will transfer to next year. You get next year's first-round pick, not this one. Um, 
So the, key, the thing is, if you if Danny Ainge wants four, right? Let's say after he's like, oh, I want four for Donovan Mitchell because he knows that the the Knicks are in dire need to add a signature name, especially in Leon Rose's position right now, where it feels like they made it to the playoffs two years ago. Last year, they didn't make it to the playoffs, but they gave Julius Randle a really big deal. They signed Jalen Brunson to a $100 million deal. feels like there's pressure, right, for Leon Rose and company to make this happen right now by media, by fans, right, to be relevant for New York. They want four first-round unprotected picks and two players. Essentially, that's it. That's the same deal we're talking about offering the Memphis is offering for Kevin Durant. So are we saying that Donovan Mitchell has worked the same as KD? You know what's crazy about the Knicks, guys? Dolan's mismanagement has been so complete that they have to operate like a smaller mid-market team in the sense that they got to overpay if they want to do like Donovan way, Mitchell because no, no, what I'm saying yeah, is he's, he's already done the, the damage. He, but he's already done the damage to the point where you're never going to get a guy like KD. So you have to overpay for a guy like Donovan Mitchell because KD's not available to you. That's like, a, like, a, like, a, like what Indiana's dealing with or a market like that. That's what Dolan has reduced the Knicks to, a, a small market situation. I don't know, man. Jay New York Willemax. is still New York. Yeah. <laughs> Jay has been talking about the Manti Teo Netflix yeah. doc. Need to watch it. I would, I'm going to jump on it tonight. I got a lot of docs I got to watch, but I'm, you know, I'm going to jump on it tonight. Jump on it. Or yeah. today, actually. Yeah, I'm not gonna be. I don't have time to watch it tonight, but I'm gonna watch it at some point. Gotta watch it. I'm yeah, or maybe gonna, I'll just. I'll let you, you guys. You are watch going. It. You are going to feel somewhat, some kind of way about any joke that you kind of made in yeah, passing. Listen, no, I, I'm not. <laughs> about no, I won't, Jay. I know you won't, Maxwell. <laughs> hmm. You're <laughs> saying that I have a heart. I have a heart too. <laughs> But it, and it's right now his heart is he's laughing he's with all he's savage. laughing with, with all of his heart. Because at I, I just can't fathom that somebody would fall. F- I just I, I can't. I'm sorry. I, but, but see, Key, the thing is that this mess up about it, the whole narrative became that he made it up. That people started to believe that, and I kind of like ruined his whole credibility about him as a player and a person. Which right. is sad overall. Well, yeah, I don't know if it ruined him as a player because well, he certainly played a long time in the National Football League. He no. was drafted in the second round. I mean, you know, when you drafted in the second round, you won the top 50 picks in the draft. That's pretty damn high. No, I, I understand that. I'm just saying that, that had to be a from a psychological perspective, right? Well, I'm not, saying, I'm not saying that it didn't play on his mental state of mind. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that from the beginning, it would be very difficult for me to accept having a conversation with somebody for an extended period of time I've never seen. Just it, it, it just it, I, I can't I, I can't Jay. I'm sorry, dog. No, I'm, I said, I, no we, look, you and I are on hey, the Jay. same page. Hey Jay, can you leave me some tickets for the Chicago Bulls game tonight? You ain't seen me in three months. The thing but, that's crazy come more on, than man. anything, Please. her picture was everywhere. This dude was up for the Heisman Trophy. Her picture was everywhere. Mm. But I guess during that time, it wasn't no social media as much. People weren't communicating. But it was a picture of an actual girl who lived in California who actually, but everybody said that she had passed away. It's just national media, Max. I'm talking about every sports news everywhere. I, I haven't seen the doc, but, it, you know, most cons are based on selling the person the thing that they want to believe anyway, right? 
That's what it's based on, really. You sell them what they want to believe, and they're more apt to believe it. I'm just trying. Could to they th- get you? Could could could, he, could could they have gotten you yet? <laughs> Absolutely not. No shot. They're not a chance. Max, they're not getting you either, Max. I'm not trying to play the Columbia role. I'm smart. (laughs) They're not getting you. I'm not saying they are getting me. What Jay is saying is that that all the jokes that everyone has from anti-Teow, if they were sensitized to how it went down, they might, you know, hey, he'd still be in the league if he hadn't fallen for all those fakes. You know, like stuff like that you won't hear. So you're trying to say he fell for too many play fakes? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) Jeez. What you mean? But that that joke would not Jay Jay don't try to be the – you know, Jay gonna try to be the opposite of me and you. I'm he not. Be nice I'm, just, and, oh, I'm the one that brought it up. No, nah, man. Matter of fact, Jay is dressed for a good date right now. Look nah, at this. No, man, because I feel no, some, he dressed, I feel he some dressed type for of way first for take. That's I feel some type for. of way for him, man, because he comes from his Hawaiian background, yeah. all centered around faith and who he's been. Yeah. It, it, all, all that's cool. All that's cool. Faith, who he's been, he, meditating, I mean, chilling he, on the he, beach. You know this, and everybody got street smarts, man. All cool. Look at Tiger. I mean, but you're not calling me and telling me to send you some tickets, and I ain't never met you. Mm-hmm. And then you telling me your grandmother died. I know. I'm not. Well, I'm just not gonna do that. Did, his grandmother did pass. No, no, the girl. Yeah, she, I'm, she, yeah, she told him that. We gotta watch it. Yeah, I'm talking about the girl. I can't even remember her name, but Lene. what was the key? Cuckoo? Cuckoo? Lene. 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 That's yeah, right. It was Lene. Lene. But like, it was. I, but key, it was the, the messed up part about key. It was a guy. I know. It was a guy mm-hmm. who then posed as like her cousin. The last time I thought about Manti Teo. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He was with the Saints. Yeah. He how long with was he with the Saints? He, he was played. only in the league about four, was five in, years. So he was in and out. He was with the Chargers, drafted him, and then he was with the Saints in and out. I felt like he was with somebody else too. But no, nah, man, I don't care. I love y'all to death, like brothers. But Jay, I'm uh-uh, nope, not doing it. Not going to be well, able to I, do I, it. Listen, Key, I'm with you on that part. What I'm wondering is if we watch the doc, will we feel a different kind of way about making jokes? That's, no, that's I'm not going to feel – no, I'm not going to feel a different way about making jokes. I feel a certain way about how it affected him. Yes, right. I am sensitive to that. Mm-hmm. But as far as the joke, no, I'm not – I'm not, oh, man, I shouldn't have said that about him. Right. I already know that if he had to do it all over again, he would do it differently. Well, I, just I already need, know that. I need to know how much uh, Lene got paid because she's in the thigh. She's talking about how she key. She talking about how she planted everything about how it all went down. Every and what detail. was the motive? I, I don't. She had to get paid a boatload of money to do it. They just wanted I, to I make, make fun of him or something, right? Her whole motive? No, she was actually in love with him. He was in love with him. So and yeah, I mean, eventually he's going to find out. Who the person is, right? Man, I'm gonna find out in 48 hours. I'm trying to tell y'all, <laughs> or, or, or the communication Keith, ends. Keith, yeah, the I, communication ends. Yeah. No. Jay, you not? Okay. I never heard of catfishing before. So let me, before let, me, let me ask know, you a question, Jay. No, you ain't dancing around this. You ain't getting off. So, how long would it take you before you realize? You know what? I haven't seen this person in in face to face. Not long at all. Not long. I'm not, not long going months. I say three years of marriage. <laughs> no, so you're going to get married through FedEx. Okay, yeah, exactly. It. No, <laughs> listen, FedEx. listen, I'm with you. After a couple days and then it starts requiring stuff of you and stuff, you know, like. Come on, that's man. It. Yeah. You got to, you got to, you're going to have to, you're going to have to come see me. But I did feel get, sorry. You're going to have to get your ass on a plane. Him and like, be, she be in man, you're going to have to like, get oh, your ass on a plane. How many times can you use that? Yeah. Like, well, how long like was us? it going on altogether? It was, well, it was multiple Everything years. is a, a, Max, 
Name the whole year. No, I need some la- ringside yes. seats, Max. Can you help Sophomore me get ringside seats, senior please? season. <laughs> Tell you, you got to watch it, man. Wonder you if watch it. back in the day people did that over, like, letters and stuff. If they lived far away, if people ever got catfished with letters back in the day. Man, get your butt on the plane. I will yeah. see you in South Bay. Get Indiana in that horse tomorrow. and buggy, and I'll see you, you know, in yeah. two weeks' I just time. bought your ticket. Get on the yeah. plane. Uh, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. <laughs> Well, Max said it. With Canty and Carlin hosting is coming right up, and we're back tomorrow, 6 a.m. Eastern, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.